Okay, Lady what is this? Happy New Year again. It's the second week of New Year, January. We're kicking off with a show and tell to beat all show and tells. Best one of the year so far. There are all sorts no, of people. Last week. last week was the first one. This is the best one. This is the best one. That was the first, and this is the best. Yeah, last week was the best one of the year. Well, now this, this one one's going to be better. All right. Yeah, people from around the world come by showing off their projects, whether they're 3D printing, crafting, sewing, soldering, who knows what uh, they would love to show it off. And we've got them here, including some Adafruit folks who will uh, demo what they've been hacking on. Let's start off with Noah and Pedro. Welcome back, Pedro. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, folks. Hey, so, hey. Yeah. All right, so let's go over this week's project. Yeah, I'm going to do a share, share, share screen here. <laughs> There it is. There's our screen. Okay, so uh, we want <laughs> we wanted to make some new cases for all of the pi portals, all of them. So we made uh, there's three pi portals. So we made three different cases. Uh, they snap fit. Uh, they look nice. They got thick bezels, um, and they look vintage, like vintage. They're so cute. And they're cute. Well, the pi portal is the cutest one. The Titano is really big. So yeah, it's cute in a funky way. Yeah, it's cute in a different way. Yeah, well said. <laughs> I think I turned it off. It had the oh. weather view. Yeah. Okay, and then what's over there? Uh, oh, over there's another cube. Oh, yeah, so is, uh, quickly demo this on. for next week. But if you tune into this week's 3D Hangouts, you'll see a lot more of that. And you can see. Uh, yeah, that was timed perfectly. That was perfect. I was like, I was like that wasn't coming yeah. from the cube, but that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see a lot more about that. And you can even see why we're gone. You can check out my little, my new little one that came. Out uh, during um, Thanksgiving weekend, had a new kid. Declan so extruded a new kid. Good work. Yes, three D printed the natural way. So check that out. <laughs> show more of that. Show all of the, all the projects that we worked on for 2019 and all the upcoming projects. So definitely tune in for that. All right. Awesome. All right, and I'll uh, put this question in from the chat because the answer is yes, which is always fun. Will these cases be available? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The alert guy went out a couple of hours ago, so oh, definitely that. check it again. Uh, we like to release videos before things are published, which yeah, is fine. She's very excited. Audience. That's the way we do. I'm like, wait, I gotta go. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> all right. Well, happy New Year! Can't wait to see all the exciting and fun stuff we make this year. I like how we're kicking off with cute and glowy, which is. Just yeah, power yeah. to kick it. Yep. That's right. All right. Thanks, Thank you. Bye, All right. Next up, JP from the West Coast. Hello. Uh, so I'm digging into some more uh, Bluetooth LE stuff this week. And uh, on my show tomorrow, I'm going to show some of the nitty gritty details. But I wanted to give you a little preview of what I've been working on, which is uh, I've got a little uh, mixer control panel here running on a, a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. And this is paired with one of these smart light bulbs. So this is a uh, BLE bulb. And as I adjust my sliders here, I'm sending different values for red, green, and blue. Um, and you can color mix them. I'm also showing on the Circle Playground Blue Fruit the sort of percentages of those on three of these dots and the aggregate on another. Uh, and I've also decided to use some of the buttons on here so I can blink the bulb. Uh, just from the A button and I can send it to pure white with- You can strobe light it. You can strobe it, yeah. You can. Uh, it's a little bright, a little faster here in real life than on video. And then uh, I've also got a little dimmer switch that lets me kind of cut the ha the brightness in half while I use the sliders to their full full length, but they only go to half. Uh. So um, how does all this stuff work? Well, that's an interesting question. If you tune in tomorrow, I'm going to answer some of what I've learned about uh, blue 
tooth LE profile services, characteristics, attributes, how to poke at them from some uh, apps and how to use CircuitPython to do all this good stuff. Yeah, JP is right. going to teach people what they want to know, which is what does what do all these words mean? How do you use them? And how do you actually you use, use all these BLE devices? Because it's actually pretty easy to use it once you know all the words and, and methodologies and all the tools. And JP is just, he, he spent the last couple of weeks and just hacking through that he jungle. Went into it. He went into the forest, he took ayahuasca, he learned all this stuff and he's come back <laughs> and he's going to teach us so all. So accurate. Yeah, it's... Well, the other thing is, I, you know, this stuff isn't as difficult or as hard, but I think experts like to be experts and gatekeeping, I think, is the term that we hear a lot. And that's not our job. Our job is to bring everyone together and do this stuff. So thank you, JP. Not only will you be doing that, but we're going to show you our MakeCode Minute from last week. Um, uh -huh. MakeCode uh, updated arcade is now an official release, and we're also going to show yeah, the really MakeCode Arcade video that they did. Yes. So that's another thing, like game development. Um, you can do it. It is possible. Yeah. And yeah. In fact, I've got a game pick I'm going to show tomorrow on my game pick of the week, and it's beautiful looking. Like, it's shocking what some of these games that people are making yeah. and make good arcade are starting to look like. So, yeah. And a lot of them are made by kids, which is really yeah. impressive, too. Yeah. So. Really cool. All right. All right. Thank, cool. you. Thank you, JP. Thank you. All right. Next up, we have good Scott. Hey, Scott. Hello. Hey, Scott. Happy circuit. Oh, my, my camera. Beta build release day. I know. Oh yeah, so beta three's out. Um, beta three it has really cool stuff in it. It has a packet buffer, which I'm using here uh, to connect to the Apple Media Service. So this is a Feather Enter of fifty two eight forty connected to my phone, and it's getting the current playing track. If you have an iPhone, you see that there's a little thing that pops up that allows you to like play, pause, and adjust stuff, and this allows you to do that over Bluetooth. So what I have here is I'm actually listening to the music on my on my Mac, as it says, and I have it every three iterations or something skipping tracks. <laughs> so if you look closely, you can see that the uh, title is changing as it's skipping through the tracks. Uh, there's lots of other stuff you can do, like raising and lowering volume and stuff too. So um, that's one piece of Beta 3. The other big piece is um, the IMX RT support, which is a really cool... I think last time I was in New York, I said that chip was really cool. So Arturo just did, Arthur, uh, did just got a PR out for it and has two boards that he's designed for that, which is all very, very exciting. And you can pick up the um, MXRT1010 evaluation kit, which is one of the boards that we're targeting for only like $10. I'm not sure it's ten dollars anymore. I oh. think it was just through the end of December. Okay, well, you get it from uh, for probably like a whole nineteen ninety five or something. It's not going to be that expensive. Yeah. Um, but pick it up because if you want to play with this chip, that board is nice because it's all the all the goodies on it. It's a little big, but um, it's a great way to get uh, started with the chip, and it, it's affordable, even if it's not ten bucks. Yeah, and Teensy Four will come soon. We're not exactly sure who's going to do that, but uh, Teensy Four is in that fa product family as well. So we'll yep. we'll definitely support it. Um, yeah, so that was really exciting. The other thing to, t to talk about is CircuitPython 2020. Uh, this is annual planning that we do, just asking folks to reflect on CircuitPython and its community and what you would like to see with CircuitPython. So uh, for CircuitPython 2020, we want to kind of just gather everybody's perspective on what they want from CircuitPython and the community. And then uh, starting on Monday at our regular uh, community meeting, we'll talk about all those things and we'll kind of aggregate it into one doc that will then be posted to the blog as kind of like our broad vision for the year. Um, so if you want to participate, we'd love to hear uh, what you want from CircuitPython. Um, just post it somewhere public on the internet. 
uh, with the tag CircuitPython2020, and then also email CircuitPython2020 at adafruit.com, and Phil and I will get it, and we'll post it up on the blog. So if you want to read the past ones, you can also go to the blog, search for the CircuitPython2020 uh, <laughs> tag, and then look at the bottom. There's a, there's a whole list of all of the posts there so far. Yeah, we'll also have these in the newsletter. You can go to adafruitdaily.com and sign up for Python for microcontrollers, where whatever the ones up till you know Monday at 5 or 6 p.m. we put in there. And then one thing I'd encourage folks who um, do open source or like to build communities or want to build a community or are um, refugees from uh, not so great technology communities, take a look yeah. at some of the stories that people have because CircuitPython just isn't code. Um, yep. and a lot of people talk about that specifically as their experiences with a, a very inclusive, diverse, interesting group of people that are working on something to help educate and make uh, something uh, fun. Like computing can be fun. And right. so those stories are really, really good. Uh, those are, you know, of course, we, we're very interested in all the, um, the the technical details that goes into an operating system, which is, is or this programming language that we have. But read some of the stories that people have. They're, they're really good. And thank you, Scott, for um, kickstarting this off because I don't, besides, I think the Rust community, which you saw this from, I yeah. don't, yeah, I don't think there, I, I think this is something that other open source efforts could do. And right. I think they would really, it, it really help um, bring more people in and give people a voice to where things are going. And um, not, it's more than just code. That's why it's called Code Plus Community. Yeah, totally. We, and we, we got that from Katni. So. Yeah, we have, a, it, it, we have graphics <laughs> and t-shirts. Yes, we do. <laughs> There's no going back now. Yeah, and check out the Rust community. They do great work. Yeah. All right, thank you so much, Scott. All right, thanks, Scott. Thank you. All right, next up, let's go to Brent, who's over there. Hello, I'm over there. Um, this past week, I've been working on a two-factor authentication. Um, it's like a, we're calling it a two-factor authentication friend for your Pi portal. Um, sometimes my cell phone is like all the way over there when I'm shooting pictures, and Lady Ada doesn't use a cell phone. And she did a guide a while ago about um, making a two-factor authentication friend for the Feather. And this was before CircuitPython had um, all of these fancy features, like um, there's an NTP module now, there's faster um, hashlib modules, there's better Wi-Fi modules. So this is an updated version of it that uses the Pi portal and you can press on it. On It will show you your different codes. Let me switch to this. So um, on my cell phone, I have an application called Authing. I'm trying not to show my codes towards the bottom. And every 30 seconds, the authentication token refreshes. And it's a really interesting application because it lets you go between different applications like Slack or um, Google or other websites. And then um, we have a really similar one now for Pi Portal. So I have, um, these are not my codes, but I have Discord. Um, my Gmail, GitHub, Adafruit, or Outlook. So you can store up to five. Um, you could increase that number if you really wanted to, but um, it's what fits on the Pi Portal screen and it's really nice looking. Um, and you can put it in the case that Noe and Pedro made. And we'll have a guide for this later this week. All right, good work. All right, looking good and secure. All right, thanks, Brent. All right, next up, let's check in with some folks from around the community. You wanna to go to Sci first? Yeah, we're gonna get a sigh, and then we'll. Continue. Well, then we'll go to maybe Drew yeah. after that. Okay, yeah. hi, Sai, welcome. Hi, um, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, 
So I made um, two last minute submissions for the um, take flight with um, feathers contest. So the first one that I designed is a um, Sigfox um, feather wing. Oh, cool. um, uh, and it uses a module that I found on DigiKey called RC1692. Um, I got a Sigfox license and I managed to test it. Um, I was able to transmit at work, but uh, for some reason, I'm not able to transmit um, where I live, uh, but it works. Um, uh, I sort of made a placeholder submission. I'm yet to edit the documentation on it. Um, and the second um, uh, design that I made um, is a, an XB um, feather wing. Um, it, um, so the idea is that you could um, control the XB3 cellular module um, uh, using the um, SPI um, interface. Um, the module, it's like I'm able to actually, um, like I tested the basic functionality. I'm yet to um, write the um, SPI drivers for the cellular module. Um, the cool thing about this one is that uh, you can actually program this one in MicroPython, so you don't, you need not um, control it directly um, uh, from another featherboard. You can actually uh, use an FTDI header um, to uh, program in MicroPython. Uh, I'm working on it, and that's it. Awesome. Well, this looks really great. Well, thank you so much for entering the contest. We're yeah. going to be looking at those entries soon because it just closed. And no matter what, um, even if even if your board isn't going to be made, you still won a sticker tonight. <laughs> Not one, but you know, you get a sticker. Uh, email support at adafruit.com and we'll send you out one. And thanks for entering thank the you. contest. There was a lot of great entries. Thank you. Bye. All right. Okay. Next up, let's check in with Drew and Helen. Drew and Helen, welcome back. Hello. Hi. Hi. That was an awesome feather wing. I've been loving the feather wing competition. Collect them all. Yeah, like cook them in there. Such a great competition. Um, so I, I have a uh, flexible uh, business card here that okay. I made and uh, wanted to have it act as something. So in this case, it's it's a it's a coin cell tester. So uh, if I fold it over the coin cell, it'll light up the LED on. Uh, That's such card. a good idea. Nice. You have. So now you know if it works. Oh, okay. there oh, we go. There we go. So. <laughs> Kind of try and have the nice. camera focus on it there so you can see it blinking there. So we can Lovely. see that our coin cell has uh, has juice in it. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, useful. Um, I made a very, very stripped back um, Arduino from the chip. That oh, cool. in that. That's kind of cute. But the reason I'm doing that is because I'm making a soft circuit Arduino because um, I've got this cool new thread that you can solder to. So I've been soldering chip leg to conduct a thread, um, which has been extremely annoying. Um, so that's what I've been up to this week. Yeah. Cool stuff always coming from you. Don't forget to uh, email support Adafruit to get some stickers if you want stickers. I, yeah. I send them packs of 10 now. Okay, so, so you got stickers. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for coming by. Keep coming by. We love to see what you're up to. It's kind of fun. It's like, okay. it's like we're friends, we're hanging out, but on the other <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Have a great week. If, see you next week. All right. Hey, Liz. Speaking Welcome. Friends, hey. Friend, Liz and her cat. Hi, Liz. Hey, how's it going? It's winning, uh, I think, right? Winning the cat? That was winning, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to cat. I know, I know, yeah, oh, I know cat everyone's cat's cat. names, okay? Just, that's my, 
That's my mutant power today. Don't step. Nice. Uh, so in the new um, Circuit Playground app, um, I saw there was an example with the keyboard that could trigger the tones. Yes. Um, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to try to make a hardware version. Um, oh, yeah. So I remixed um, Rose Brothers' uh, square case for the Circuit Playground to make it look like an amp. And then um, I've got some 3D printed keys with a feather uh, blue fruit. And when I press the key, it lights up and I get some tones going. Oh, neat. Yeah. So it sends a color packet that also triggers um, a yeah. note. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. And then uh, there's got black keys too that will go in. They just can't fit on the breadboard right now. Um, and they're just sitting on top of these uh, circular buttons. Um, so they just snap it on. But yeah, that's been what I've been working on. All right. All right, a little town, town party. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> okay, Liz. Well, you know how to get a hold of this if you want a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye -bye. Okay, next up, we're going to go to Dave. And then after that, we'll go to Melissa. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Hey, guys. I haven't seen you in a while. Glad to be back. Yeah. Hey, Dave. I'm going to share my screen and tell you about something I've been working on. I'm very exciting. excited about it. Okay, so uh, Chrome Audio. Sorry. He's just with two monitors. Uh, yeah, let's just see if this here, works. Are you seeing like a GitHub page here? No, not yet. So um, when you're sharing your screen with the share screen button at the bottom, I usually, it comes up for me to then add it. So I don't see it yet. So it doesn't seem like it's picking up your share screen. I'm not in Chrome, and the message said something about Chrome. Yeah, you know what? You could um, pop out and join back. I'll just go to Melissa now. And okay. Why don't you try that with Chrome? Great. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. All right. Okay, dokie. All right. So Hi, Melissa. Melissa. Oh. Hello. Uh, so I have a um, Pi TFT here on this Raspberry Pi, and it is running an animated GIF. Um, and I just wrote a guide for this today. And it's not just an animated GIF player because you can actually uh, switch between uh, different ones here. Uh, this one's showing a cat with some toilet paper. And we did a little streamlining, and it's actually running really good on this 2.8-inch uh, LCD. And it will also do the variable duration uh, GIFs now. So some frames might be a little bit, uh, have a little longer duration than other ones. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Thank wow, you so much, thanks, Melissa. Awesome. And uh, that guide okay. is now up, and people can yeah, start playing around with it. It's we'll, true. We'll talk about it tonight on the show. Yes. Okay. All right. Next up. So, Dave, Dave I see back. your screen. And Good. You can keep it to about five minutes, and then we'll get Dan and Dan keep it five minutes. We can get to everybody tonight. Sure. Okay. For uh, a long time, I wanted to have a smart thermostat. I'm kind of a privacy advocate, so I don't like the idea of another company collecting data on you what's going on. You want a microphone and an always-on microphone and always-on camera on your thermostat? I don't like that stuff. So all I have on this thermostat is a, <laughs> is a temperature and humidity sensor. Uh, you can see it right here. And I'm sure you recognize these parts. Um, yeah. Here's a Raspberry Pi. Oh, I, a, I see the words here, but where's your... I see a screen, but no yeah. Raspberry Pi. Well, I see an icon for Ra Raspberry I see raspipytherm.move. Are you trying to play the movie? Oh, I wonder if we're if you're seeing what I'm seeing at all. Now are you seeing kind of like a graph over time? No, no you're only showing the I'm one at your, screen. I'm looking at your desktop folder called Dave B. Desktop. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. the wrong stuff. 
I was like, I see a, I see a dot move. Stream. Uh, so have like screen. five monitors and like share two. screen. Um, share, select window or screen. Let's try this again. Uh, entire screen. Yeah. Why not? And allow. And before I just missed a little prompt. So this is what I want you to be seeing. Yeah. There's a yep. Raspberry Pi here. You're good. Great. Okay. So a Raspberry Pi running a Python program that continually monitors the temperature. When it's too cold, it sends a signal to the relay, which it's really interesting. These thermostats, if you just connect these two terminals together, the heat turns on. You connect a couple other pairs and the cooling turns on and the other one's for the fan. And then um, here's the Circuit Playground Express version that I did first. And uh, then I wanted a web app, so I went with the Raspberry Pi. Here's the application running live. So this is connected right now to my real system. And these are measurements. The blue line here is the measured temperature. The green line is what I've asked for. And you can see if I say, oh, yeah. hey, drop the temperature, and then over time it declines. The black line is outdoor temperature that I pull through an HTTP request from the a US government weather site. And this is the temperature at um, Buchanan Field, which is a local airport in Concord, California. And then along the bottom, the red sections show when the fire is burning, when the heat's on. Yeah. And then in this section, this is the schedule, when to turn the, when to request uh, certain temperatures. So I think that is what I wanted to cool. show. This is a great project, Dave. A lot of people want to do this. Um, if you can post up the link to the, the stuff on GitHub, I had put this in the newsletter, I think, but if you can do that as well uh, for people on the show, to take a look at, we can get more people to build their own smart thermostats. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Okay, all right, and yeah. email support at adafruit.com and you can put a sticker somewhere where it's either cold or hot, because you'll know. <laughs> Great, thanks guys. Thanks Dave. Yeah, thanks Dave. All right, Dan, let's play us out. Hey guys. Yep, hello. The, uh, your itsy bitsy uh, blue fruit that you showed last week briefly, I kind of fell in love with the idea of just how tiny it was, but still so capable. That's right. So I, um, yes. I obviously didn't have one, but I uh, mocked up the general dimensions and then kind of revisited on an old project from the Learn system. The uh, earrings. Oh, yeah that I think Becky did, uh, goodness, I don't even know how long ago, but just kind of mocked it up and uh, drew up a little case. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'll work. and there'll be Bluetooth, um, that's the big difference now, so. Exactly, I thought that'd be pretty sweet. Ladies with the earrings, they can control with the Bluetooth, modify them if they want, the mood, whatever. Yeah. Hi, right, sweet. Outstanding. You got a project yeah, to work and on. And since it's Bluetooth, you know, it can also do things where um, you can combine stuff like, oh, you could send in the temperature of outside and it can go mm -hmm. from, you know, red where it would be hot outside to blue if it was colder. So you control can do your, Control like your that. thermostat by touching your ears. Yeah. You can actually be jam. It's truly outrageous. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And right, of course, you know to get a hold of us for a sticker. All right. Well, we got through everybody. All right. Thank you, everybody. We have okay. enough time to get ready for our next that show. That is our show and tell for tonight. Thank you, everybody. Thank and you. thank you for making this uh, either the. The, the, best the best or the second best show of the year so yeah, far. Best. Um, and thank the you show uh, best. all the folks who showed up. Don't forget we're here at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time every single week. 
Um, we show and share projects with everyone around the world. You can hang out in Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, if you want to uh, do show until 24-7 there. And Ask an Engineer starts in a few minutes. Thank you, everybody. Hi, everybody.